Duckfeed.com slash DuckfeedTV Out! For those fireballs, hot beat city is taking your call suffering. DuckfeedTV Somebody out there feels lonely, and we're here to help. City. I'm Cozy Snugglefield, your host, and on this very, very clear, beautiful night here in Heartbeat City, we are taking your messages, healing your hearts. I'm joined again by Jenny Paladna. Jenny Paladna is a games developer, a podcaster on Clash of the Titans, and you can find her work on Twitter at HorseWizard. Jenny, how are you? I'm doing great, Cozy. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, warm and snug in the studio here. Uh, how was your uh, how was your trip up to the studio? Oh, so is a funny thing happened. I got the same Lyft driver as last time. That is very unusual. We have quite a few Lyft drivers here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this particular one is really into Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hopefully, he was a ten out of ten. <laughs> I don't get it, but let's press forward. That is, of course, the name of the first <laughs> album by. Oh. Seattle-based rock and roll band, Pearl Jam. I hate Pearl Jam. Contemporaries with Nirvana and Alice in Chains. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get started with our, our first message here. Okay. Hey, folks. Benedict here. I pretty frequently go through periods of really varied amounts of social energy, like some weekends of just socializing all day and, and some weeks just being happy not speaking to anyone. I'm pretty sure that's not too uncommon. What are your thoughts on handling that in a relationship? Do you think it's healthier to try and push through and spend time with your partner if you don't really feel like it or ask for some time to yourself? Thanks. So uh, somebody who is, does not always feel like socializing, uh, wondering about how to navigate that within the bounds of a relationship. Jenny, do you have any thoughts on this? I do have some thoughts on this. I have. So I'm about halfway on the line between introvert and extrovert. Mm. And have dated an extreme introvert. And that caused a lot of problems, actually. So I would say if you're not already in a relationship with someone and you're trying to navigate this, I would say to attempt to hook up with somebody who's at about your level. And even then it's hard. Yeah, absolutely. This is this is one of the uh, un, unsung or unthought of factors uh, in mm-hmm. terms of compatibility, I think. Um, it doesn't mean that it's a death knell if you're incompatible with this, but it does. it is more important than I think most people consider. 
Um, something that I've experienced when I've gone on uh, dating sites or what have you is there are a lot of people who camp all of the time, uh, who are always camping mm. or always doing yoga on the side of mountains. <laughs> that and sounds like hell to me. It sounds like hell to me as well. And that ends up being something that is a strong indicator of an incompatibility, just uh, just in terms of not wanting to do the same things, not wanting to share the same things. Um, this can be very similar, you know, if you want to stay in uh, quite a bit. One of the things that's interesting about the question, though, is that the person uh, isn't always an extreme in introvert. Um, it mm -hmm. feels like they kind of go back and forth. Um, and that seeking 100% compatibility for that, I think, won't happen. Um, you, you're never no. going to be on the same page as a partner all the time. You know? I, yeah, I think in this case, you could probably get away with having uh, an introverted partner and very extroverted friends. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, knowing uh, what, being able to kind of take those things, those needs and diffuse them among mm -hmm. the people, the people around you. Yeah. Absolutely. That's great advice. So that's an important thing to mention just in general. Like no romantic partner is going to satisfy 100% of your needs all the time. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And that can, some people uh, will, you know, that is one, one of the reasons why people are polyamorous. It's also mm -hmm. something that, but it doesn't mean you have to be either. Um, it can also be something where you get that from friends. Uh, and those can be friends in any space as well. That can be online. Uh, that can be in person, depending on what, what those needs are. Um, as far as pushing through, uh, I think that you do have kind of um, a responsibility to meet people halfway on things. You know, if, yeah. If... So this one's this one's complicated because definitely the other person has needs, and not that it's your responsibility to meet their needs, but it's you know it's good, it's good if you try to compromise. It's it's not a responsibility to meet their needs all the time, but I think but no. from you know from time to time you can be in a relationship and expect uh, your partner to accompany you to important weddings. You right know, or yeah. uh you know hey this is uh you know if it's not if it's just every weekend and it's you know going out to the bars and you don't want to do that that's you can do that every once in a while uh and i think you're you're okay but mm -hmm. uh you know generally i feel like it's a good idea not to do anything you don't want to do but you can't right. play that card all the time uh yeah, as far I... as socializing I would say make like try to make the time that you do spend together like more special mm. than just going out to the bars and make sure that you're completely present while you're spending time with this person if you're not going to be spending time together all the time or time and out I... specifically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah 100% you can't um it is it is an easy trap to fall into where you might go out with this person and you think, okay, I did my part, I'm out. And then mm -hmm. kind of be a, a pouty rain cloud the whole right. time. Don't do that. Um, no. you, you have to participate in good faith. Um, so I, th I guess the answer to the direct question in the, in the, the, the message is, yeah, sometimes. Like, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you do have to push through that and just do that. And sometimes vice versa as well. If you have a partner who is not, uh, if you really are not feeling it and mm -hmm. you, you say, hey, I cannot, you know, I cannot stomach the idea of going out to the bars. I really just want to hang out at home and rent a movie. Um, yeah. You know, would you, would you, I'd love to, I'd love if you hung out with me. Um, yep. They need to sometimes And then it's on them to there. be cool about it. Yep. Absolutely. Like yep. this just needs to be equitable. Sometimes they have to, to meet you there as well. 
Yeah. Um, and the the thing is, the more satisfied that they are in general, like if they if they feel like they have spent quality time with you, they're probably going to be more okay with letting you fart off and do whatever introvert mm-hmm. thing you want to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if they if they don't feel like it is a symbolic absence mm-hmm. when you're gone, if yep. they feel like it just you know, and they and also when they when they want you you know to hang out too, a way to frame this to yourself. Uh, that makes it might make pushing through that easier is just hey this person just wants to hang out with me mm-hmm. you know like this that's is nice. that's a nice thing you know this is this yeah. is a good thing you know so maybe maybe you're not necessarily feeling it at the moment but if you're going to push through anyway something that maybe will stop you from becoming a rain cloud when you get out is just you know what this is this is my partner value in my 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 company mm-hmm. that's uh that's to be that's good So the the perennial question of when to start dating again after a relationship. This is a yeah. And should you? Is there a right way? Should you push yourself for this? Should his friends be pushing him? Um, and will you will you inherently know when it's time? So my hot take on this one: I don't know if you will know when it's time, but I don't feel like there's anything to be gained if you're pretty sure that you're not ready to date. I don't think there's anything to be gained by dating because for one thing you have to involve another person in your like semi-formed emotional rebound mess. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's the big one, you know, is that yeah. when you, when you go out there and, and, and you're dating and you're, you're messing around in affairs of the heart, you have a responsibility to other people and mm-hmm. you have a responsibility, you know, no one is, uh, a lot of us are are hot messes of various stripes, mm-hmm. but you but you have a uh, responsibility to be uh, at least a little bit have a little bit of self knowledge and be a little bit put together and be mm-hmm. be somebody who can you know can be dated who should be dated uh, yeah. who somebody would want to date you have a little bit of responsibility to that. Um, yeah. The other side of that argument is that um, as much as this is the wrong thing to do, and I don't argue for this. But I do mm-hmm. think that it can help get get you over something, you know, because the, there's something that happens to me after relationships is that there's a brief maudlin period of like, what if that was the one? And then if then I go out and I even if I have a short term, you know, kind of fling that goes away. And then I realize like, no, it's, there's no the one, um, you know, there, there's a, there's a plenty of fish, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I think you can do that ethically. It's just uh, tricky. Because you just have to be yeah. very upfront. Yeah, be super, super honest about where you're at. And uh, and also on guard for if the other person doesn't appreciate where you're at. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, maybe going to push for more than you're ready to do. Yes, 
yeah. So you and that it seems like like you know the the friends and perhaps in this the scenario are the ones who are saying like hey, go out and do a bunch of makeouts. That's going to make you feel better and help you move on. They're not wrong. It's just more complicated mm-hmm. than that. Um, yeah. You know. So you need to be a, a lot of checking in about how you feel. Um, to your point earlier, though, maybe you won't actually know. Um, I don't think that uh, perfect self knowledge really exists. You know, I, th- I think that most people are kind of mysteries to themselves. Um, at least some of the time. Yeah. And there is a very real possibility that it'll be years down the road and you're just fearful and telling yourself that you're not ready to date when actually you could be dating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So watch out for that one too. Yeah, absolutely. Watch out for that one. You know, and I guess like err on the side of, of being good to other people, you know, being, Mm -hmm. uh, being a good, a good perspective partner being somebody out there who's dating responsibly and is being uh, fair and considerate to other people's times and emotions. You know, so if you're not totally sure, um, you know, you, you won't know for sure, but I would, I would err on the side of caution uh, with it. If you feel like you're not ready to date, because one of the things, you know, we talk about a lot on the show, we talked about it in the last episode as well. Um, you don't want to get yourself in a situation where you're filling a position. No. You know? uh, and that can be very dangerous after a long-term relationship. Um, you know, I just, I, th- this person, I've, I've always had this couch and I just need a couch. You know, I can't, uh, the couch is gone, but I need something to sit on. And uh-huh. that's, nobody wants to be treated that way. Nope. Um, and if you, if you want to, if there's any thought of you rekindling that relationship, nobody wants to be treated like a safety school. Um, you know, if, if I can't get what I really want, I will date you. Uh, don't, you know, no one wants to be treated that way. Don't treat anyone that way. Um, the uh so yeah it, it's uh it's tricky there's not a right answer to it it's a reason why this is, is a, a question that comes up a lot you know because the, there are formulas and stuff you'll find in, in things like cosmo or what have you people like take the the time <laughs> of your relationship and divide it by two and then carry the cosine um uh-huh. you know do things like that and that none of that makes sense that's not no and it's also highly individual yeah it's it's 100 individual yeah so you you won't necessarily know but i think you'll have an inkling you won't know 100%, I guess, is the way that I'd put it. You might have an inkling. And to your friends who are trying to, to pressure you to do it, uh, they probably have your best interest in mind, even if it is a little bit misguided. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I was thinking about that. Like, they're probably thinking you're you're single and you're sad. And if you were out having fun dating, you probably wouldn't feel sad. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is not, you know, you could go out and be dating and not have fun. Uh, because you're yeah. sad. Oh, absolutely. You know, it is it is not always a fun thing. They they could be totally wrong. They could also just be wanting you to get rid of that uh there goes my shot, you know, feeling like mm. there there was my chance. Mm-hmm. And uh and going out and doing some dating is, is good for that. So th- their hearts may be in the right place. You can also something mm-hmm. that I like to think, and this is general advice, um, is that uh going on a couple of dates, and this is specifically for men, uh have this privilege. This is not necessarily true of women, but like men have usually have very little to lose uh in going on a date like if one of your friends in this situation wanted to set you up um Mm -hmm. just going and treating it like uh, a low pressure like i'm just going to go meet a person uh is not a bad idea either and then maybe you'll surprise yourself and you'll have a better idea of where you're at you know you'll you'll sit down and you'll be like you know what i could actually date this person or you could sit down and be like well this person isn't like jennifer you know and then and not be able to uh do it Or, or this person this doesn't feel right you know, and that can help you do kind of a gut check. And again, I, I recognize that as kind of one-sided advice because, 
you know, it's, it's there, there's a lot, there's a lot less stakes uh, for a guy to go out and just kind of meet somebody who they don't know very well. You know, there are additional precautions that a woman has to take in that situation. Hey guys, Red here. What do I do when my significant other wants to put me in charge, but only when I agree with her? For example, let's say we're trying to figure out where we're going to eat for dinner, and she says it's up to me. So I suggest one place, and she immediately rejects it. But I offer another place, and that one gets shot down too, with no counter offers, of course. Yet she won't make a decision because, quote-unquote, it's up to me. And of course, when something goes wrong, I'm the one to blame because I'm the one who was forced to make a decision. So what should I do? And then I don't know how you want to do this, but I figured I would offer, hmm, yeah, okay, well, huh, right. That way you can cut those in whenever you want. Anyway, thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Yeah, what what to do in this kind of situation? Your partner wow. is, uh, yeah. So I I spent some time thinking about this one, and a thing that I didn't initially pick up on that later kind of hit me as a shower thought was how how often do you go to a restaurant with somebody and something goes wrong in a way that it is the fault of the person who chose the restaurant? Yes. Um, or that it goes wrong to the degree that fault needs to be assigned. Right. Yeah. Yes. Like, I, I imagine when I read this, I was thinking about uh, they delivered a live lobster instead of a, a cooked <laughs> one. And it, like, snipped onto somebody's ear and they were trying to get it off and knocked over a maitre d' who fell on a marachi band and something like that. Uh-huh. Um, and got a trombone in his eyeball. I, yeah. I was I was really thinking, like, absolute disaster. Um, yeah, and this is it's kind and it of. It sounds like this happens often. I, to I, them. I think so. There's two. There's two things that I think are probably more likely than the trombone disaster scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, less fun is, uh, and it's kind of tricky because we don't we don't know we don't have enough information to know which one of these two it is. But uh, one that's entirely internal. Mm-hmm. The restaurant is just kind of a C plus restaurant, and the uh, the person who who left the message is uh, feeling like taking a lot of that blame on themselves or Mm -hmm. uh, their partner is literally blaming them for that. You know, it it is something like, well, you pick like, Hey, that wasn't so good. Well, you pick the place, you know, or uh, he's, you know, they're, they're reading between the lines and thinking, God, that place wasn't very good. And that's all my fault. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's, it's tricky because those are very different scenarios. And then there's a whole spectrum of uh, plausibly deniable passive aggression 
or on the other side, reading innocent things that someone says yes. as plausibly deniable passive aggressiveness. Absolutely, yeah. So the, it's 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 pretty difficult to figure out exactly what's going on here. So I think that as opposed to necessarily figuring that out, uh, because we can't, there are a couple of things this made me think of um, that mm. I, I think are worth talking about. Um, one is uh, recognizing on both parties the what the the labor of making decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, which in a relationship is a is a thing. It doesn't sound yeah. like it doesn't sound like a thing. It doesn't sound like picking a restaurant should be anything. It is uh, absolutely a thing. It is absolutely a thing. Just you know, and that is a uh, it's it's a labor that needs to be fairly divided in a in a way. Um, you know, hey, uh, I understand if you just like I can pick the place if you're just not up for making a decision right now. Or um, hey, I I chose last time. I just need you to pick the place. Because I just don't have it in me. Like, so don't minim, mm-hmm. you know, for the, the person who's writing in, don't minimize that, uh, the stress. Because it's a real right. thing. Yeah, especially if you're getting no, like, if all of your ideas are being shot down and you're getting no help. Yes. That is incredibly frustrating. It really is. Getting notes and not having, uh, you know, unhelpful feedback like that. Um, I think that it, as far as actual advice, because we don't know if there's pa- passive aggressiveness going on here or if there's, um, I think this is just something that needs to be codified and turns it, turned into, into text, you know, instead of subtext. Like, hey, how about, um, you know, I will suggest places, but if you don't like it, you have to suggest a place. And that's just, that's a rule. You know, it becomes yeah. just, a, or I will name three places and uh, you can pick mm-hmm. one of them. Yes, that's a perfect one, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, just what are, what are those three? Uh, oh, there's a down there. There's, mm-hmm. a, there's a, a crime siren. or something. Yeah, some some kind crime of crime of the heart. So, yeah, some kind of love crime going uh-huh. on uh, down there. Um, but yeah, something uh, making this a you know recognizing this as an actual friction point, and mm-hmm. then setting up a system around it. I think is yeah. good advice. I think it's it's definitely a thing that I would communicate about in a relationship. Say like, hey, when we have these decision issues, it makes me feel bad. Mm-hmm. Can you help me brainstorm a way that yeah. we can make these decisions and both of us are happy? Absolutely. And also taking some things that seem like they should be unsaid and saying them are really good. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, on behalf of the the partner in the in the situation, um, you know, so I recently went on went on a date and went to a restaurant uh, that the person I went on a date with chose, and mm-hmm. it was uh, it was a real C plus restaurant, <laughs> and oh, it was no. the restaurants I had suggested got shot down in favor of this restaurant that turned out not to be very good. So uh, you broke up immediately. I, I immediately and I wrote into uh, Heartbeat City Two, the the version <laughs> of this that I write into. No, I, I but I. I said you know and the person i went on a date with you could tell that there were some of these complex feelings that come along with this Mm. unexpectedly fraught issue and Mm -hmm. i just you know said like you know because we you know she didn't really like the food and i didn't really like it and i you know just said like yeah and she'd like oh you know i you pick the next one i picked a real dud you know and but with you know not in a jokey way like in kind of a serious way Mm -hmm. and i just like oh you know it doesn't matter we didn't know you know we both went to a restaurant we'd never been to before like yeah. it's you know it doesn't just being deflating a situation by acknowledging that nobody is actually at fault because yeah. we didn't have a lobster disaster like speaking a lot of times of, a bad rest- restaurant is just kind of meh. speaking of lobster disasters 
I chose the movie The Lobster as a date movie. Oh, that's a one rough one. Time. It was very, very bad. It's uh, That is about as bad as it can get. I, uh, <laughs> I, have, um, I had a friend in uh, just after high school who went to go see Requiem for a Dream <gasps> on a date, no. which I think is, is maybe the all-time worst. Oh, that is very bad. I also once went on a date where I was... Uh, uh, with there, there had been some kind of pre-talk about uh, maybe kind of casually hooking up, and mm-hmm. then the movie went, went and saw was John Wick Two, which is a fun movie, but it was just a thing where it's like, oh, I, I don't know that I'm in the mood after seeing quite that many people's heads exploded. Yeah, like the, there's like a 250 body count in that movie. Like maybe, <laughs> maybe not. You know, <laughs> that doesn't didn't quite put me in the mood. Um, the Lobster is real up there though, as a oh, man as as real difficult movies. Uh, for that that is also a lobster disaster uh-huh. uh, the sequel to the <laughs> the lobster um but just uh, you know making sure that everyone understands the stakes of this and mm-hmm. that again that's text you know that's always that's perennial advice on the show like make things text subtext is overrated yep um and uh come up with a system because it's obviously a friction point and don't belittle yourself like it is okay that this is a friction point this is a common friction point mm-hmm. this is real um, and then you can also, through kind of uh, negotiating that, you can find out if it is the the worst case uh, worst case interpretation of this, which is that it is passive aggressive or it is like a power play. You know, we can't tell that from where we're at, but maybe the we person who, who left the message is unsure and saying like, "Hey, let's come up with a system." And if the person's like, "No, I like the way that we do it now," and then you say, uh, "But the way that we do it now actually like is really rough on me," and I. I don't like it because of X, Y, and Z, and they still kind of insist, then that actually does like shine a light on what is possibly a bigger problem. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I would agree with that. So um, good luck. It is, uh, it is tricky. Uh, and it's, it's something that I think that uh, most, you know, a lot of people have had to deal with in some way, shape or form. Do you have a, a specific method? Do you do the, the pick three? You know, we don't do the pick three. And honestly, this is an area that we could stand to improve on. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, yeah. We, I mean, we're the kind of people who only eat at three restaurants anymore. Hmm. So pick three is very easy. Yeah. The three already picked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I get that as well. And it's a, I haven't had a system like this for a while. But I do, mm-hmm. I have gotten to the point kind of in a micro level where I will get, because I, I will usually take on, uh, take on choosing for the person. Like I always ask, you know, if they have something mm-hmm. in mind, but if they don't, and, I, and I'll just say, I can choose if you want. And they usually say yes, because, you know, they, they don't want to. Um, and uh, I'm just lucky enough to live in a city with a billion good restaurants, heartbeat city. Uh, so there's a, <laughs> it's a, it's very easy to to go down a list and find something that both people like yeah um nearing having one person pick the genre of food is a surprisingly good way of doing it too like just saying like what you know what do you feel like like i don't know well how does you know how does chinese or thai you know how does thai feel and if they're like yeah thai and then you pick the place within that sphere and then there's some shared responsibility so you know even though that the responsibility is very minor like at least it's it's diffused you're, you're doing this together. Mm-hmm. The issue that we run into a lot is um, holdover from trying to remember that the person you're dating now is not your ex. Yes. 
Yeah. yeah. What often happens is I will say, I feel like tacos. And my partner will say, I'm feeling more like sushi. How about sushi? And I'll say, oh, actually, yeah, I would prefer sushi to tacos now that I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And then he'll say, or we can do tacos. Mm. Let's go to this particular taco place. And I'll say, no, but I want sushi now. And he'll say, let's do tacos. Yeah. And then it's a thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that That's almost, that's, that's, uh, it sounds like there are elements of, uh, both of you guys being too courteous to each other almost. Mm-hmm. Like it's it, terrible. Just two people holding the door for each other <laughs> perpetually. <laughs> um, so the, I guess that, like that's another factor of this too. Like just in, in general terms of like the, the labor of decision making, you know, is that uh, a decision has to be made, you know? So mm-hmm. having somebody who's, who does that, like can save you a lot of no, but you go ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah. And depending on your particular relationship, like maybe you're lucky and one of you always feels like making the decision and the other one never feels like making the decision. Yeah. 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 But but text, make that disgust. You know, you don't want to have that yep. be a thing where where you think uh, your mm-hmm. partner is happy with you making the decisions and they're secretly yep. resenting you for, for doing it and all the time. And then 25 years later, it finally comes out that uh, they've hated all of your restaurants. I've places. never liked tacos. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so you, you definitely don't want that. No. So. Well, that's about all the time we have tonight on Heartbeat City. We'll be back in two weeks with more of your messages, calls, and letters. Um, I'd like to thank everyone for listening, and specifically, I'd like to thank our guest, Jenny Plotna. Jenny, thank you very much. Thank you for having me back. Absolutely. Um, hopefully, uh, you you make it back. Uh, leave the studio the same way. If you get that same Lyft driver, definitely write in. Oh yeah, I'm excited to hear "Don't Call Me Daughter" again. The uh, so that's, that's they, they might play that, but that's on the second album. Mm. <sighs> the um, <laughs> um, and for everybody out there listening uh, in Heartbeat City, remember keep on feeling.
Heartbeat City is intended for advice only and is not responsible for the consequences of following any such advice. If you have questions for Heartbeat City, please call in at 502-69-HBEAT or write in at gary at duckfeed.tv. Heartbeat City is produced by Boxer Kwan and Bryce Salad. Thank you.